0: No, I like this. This, you know, this is from uh, an old Zen treatise, right? Her, her faith mind, very famous. Uh, Supposedly attributed to like the third, I think, Zen patriarch, but you know, there's not much real historical data around all that. But it's a very nice, succinct little uh, treatise. So he talks. Starts out with the great way is not difficult. For those not attached to preferences. yeah. So everything he says, when he says some great quality about what is, yeah, there is a certain clause right next to it, which is how you are is going to determine how what is to you. yeah. The great what is isn't going to be able to override your view, so to speak. So he always says this stuff. He goes, the great way is not difficult for those not attached to preferences. So, if you look at it opposite, if you're attached to preferences or whatever, says there's no you, but is there if there's a sense of the of being the one who has a preference, that's sufficient to block you off from the way, the great way, and therefore it would seem to be very difficult because it would look like an approach yeah yeah, yeah. it's tricky it's just but so it goes when. Neither love nor hate arises. Arises. All is clear and undis and undisguised. Yeah. But obviously, the opposite of that, all isn't clear and undisguised when hate and stuffs arising. Yeah. So there's this always a sense about us or about the thusness or the isness or whatever you want to say it. But in the experience here, you're the more dominant influence because if you if you're seeing a certain way you'll be blind to that. Yeah? Yeah. So here it goes, when the fundamental nature of things is not recognized, the mind's essential peace is disturbed to no avail. Yeah. The way is perfect as vast space is perfect, where nothing is lacking and nothing is in, in excess. Indeed, it is due to our grasping and rejecting that we do not know the true nature of things. So, when the activity of being the grasper and the clinger yeah, is in is in place, then whatso is b- seemingly blocked. It can't be blocked, but it appears to be, yeah, to us. You see, so in a way, he describes like some great qualities of what is. But it's 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 phrased in a way that if you're a certain way it ain't. <laughs> on to, on a certain level. Yeah? You're not gonna see it the way it is, because you'll be looking for it the way you think it's gonna should be. Yes, yes. It's always so you see our huge role here. It's huge. Yeah? And he goes on and on and on and on and on. You know, he says, you know, the whole thing is like you don't need to seek the truth just chop stop, stop cherishing your opinions yeah. very simple he just keeps bringing it back to the activity of the delusion let's say not not the qualities of the truth or the suchness or the eternal whatever because it will it, it actually will be more of a disservice if you're in the old, if you're in the conditional place yeah so to hear about how it is From, and hear it from what you're not doesn't work. Yeah? You've got to question how, what's taken to be you. And in the questioning what's taken to be you, you may realize it's not, and then the great way won't be difficult for you. Then you'll have the sense you'll be living from the truth. Yeah? Your preferences, you'll see preferences are just like leaves being blown by a wind. Yeah? The thing that makes them so important is there's the one who has the preference. Yeah, The identification as the one who has the preference. The one who has the, the choice. The one who has it. And if that's in place, then what's so will seemingly not be so to us. Yeah? It doesn't mean, it can't stop it from being so, but it can... It can allow it not to appear that way, yeah, by something else seemingly appearing. And seemingly is an important word in my experience because it means it appears to be true or false to us. Okay. So once again, the the weight isn't thrown on what is. What is is what is. The weight is basically to see what ain't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to see if if you're not a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, then the great way won't be difficult. If you're not a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, yeah, opinions won't be able to block you off from the truth. If you're not... Da, 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 yeah, Because that way is the negative way, and the negative way, if you want to call it a way, is what works. Because if you go and hear people speaking about the positive, they always get convoluted. They always talk about this, but it doesn't work when you're describing everything positively. You've got to bring the negation to what's hearing it, who's hearing it, yeah? The question that is the way. And it's no way at all, obviously. Yeah, You just look here and see what's see what's going on, and in seeing that, it's like uh, a great Zen master, Dojin from Japan... Said, and he said a lot more, but this one little statement I really like, which he says that, you know, to study Buddhism is to study the self. Yeah. And then to study the self is to forget the self. Wow, that's incredible, because let's say if you identified as a self, yeah, and then you go about studying the self, the studying the self can reinforce the identification as the one who now knows about the self. Yeah? But in this way, if you study the self and you see it's not you, you'll forget it. And when it's in its forgetfulness, then the supreme way will appear to be not difficult. Then the clarity and everything will make sense. Then red will be red and blue will be blue. Some obvious... Uh, clarity will just be available right then and there as soon as there's not an alignment to the activity of being what you're not yeah? and in negation it's beautiful because it's not like you know, I don't want to say negation it's already given a name but in by going that way it doesn't it doesn't point to another way it's like you're not that then that's that
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not like you're not that, and now let let us tell. Let me tell you what you are, because you're going to probably hear about what you are as what you're not, right. and then th- what you are is going to become another burden. What you're not's going to carry around, and you've seen it <laughs> in meetings like this. People hear about the term enlightenment. And very few of them have very few. The entertaining of that idea, very few have been brought any relief, which is this, supposedly enlightenment means a cessation of of all suffering. But I see most people are using the term enlightenment to produce more suffering, because now it's recognizing they're allowed to recognizing themselves once again that they're not enlightened, or they were once enlightened, which is the worst. They went once enlightened, and somehow I did something. <laughs> To, to exile me from enlightenment. And I've been working really hard to get back there. <laughs> so, words like enlightenment and peace have been co-opted, and now peace is driving people crazy. Because they're sitting around, look, who's the most peaceful in the room? Let I me, mean, peace. <laughs> All you can do, if you want to know peace, from this mechanism all it's going to be is a conceptual knowing. It's going to be a, a representation of peace that's going to be so far off from what peace is yeah. that you will by taking that to be peace you'll never recognize peace. Yeah, It won't look any way you think. Hallelujah. Because if it did it would be part and parcel of the thought system which is the failed system. Yeah, So we're talking about this. See, I came from recovery, and recovery, you know, the what I heard when I came in and heard very clearly is a description of what defeated me. Yeah, and they gave it to the, their term self, a small s. Yeah, and I had an intimate aha about that because I had felt, I had experienced, I had tasted that defeat. You know. Being driven by a mental parasite, being used for transportation, this possibility, and we're going to where all people that are taken over by the same parasite tend to go to. Yeah, it was such a relief to finally hear it said or or given a term that I could understand. Yeah, all right. So, self is what has defeated me.
1: Yeah,
0: being convinced of that—that's the starting point. Most people in recovery are trying to get to that starting point. As the end point, it's the starting point. Is to realize that self has defeated me, yeah. And from there, all right. If you d- if you realize that, if you have a belief or maybe a hope that it's true, then the studying of the self will lead you to realize you're not that. And in your and when it's not you, what immediately happens is you, as an activity, lose interest in it. Yeah. How many people in your life? If you had thoughts about them, or let's say their thoughts about them in your head... And they were going five years in the past. Would you go there? I mean, maybe for your children, maybe for an ex-lover. But, you know, if it was Stanley and my name is Paul, there's no way in hell I would leave the moment that I'm in to go five years in the past to think about Stanley. (laughs) I'm just not that into Stanley. You know what I mean? I don't care what Stanley was. He ain't so now, so it's basically I have no interest in Stanley well that 's the same way it happens when you realize what 's producing the sense of being you what 's being produced isn't you you 're going to lose interest in it and you're going to lose and your attention is going to be freed from it and attention and interest doesn't have a certain quantity yeah you don't lose interest the interest just leaves that preoccupation and then i 'm not going to say where it goes. you should find out yeah? but once it's freed from the bondage of self. It's going to, in my experience, my interest and attention was so into what I wasn't. It was actually the fuel of the of the slavery in a sense, or to the or the, the defeat of self. When it got lifted, that interest and attention started to go into what was actually happening, and it was used to enrich my life. Mm-hmm. The same interest and attention, free from that one preoccupation, to allow to go somewhere else. And the results were incredibly different, yeah? Just like everyone in this room has tons of faith, it's a quality of mind, which he speaks about, faith-mind. It's it's an important quality. And in, in faith, let's say if you have faith in the thought system, that's playing in your head now, yeah? Which is always golden oldies about yesterday and you know, you know doomsday you know projections. If you're if you're listening to those thoughts and you believe them to be so, that faith in the thought system is going to produce anxiety, which is like a mental and a physical mimicking of fear. There won't be any apparent threat, but you'll be acting as if there is. Yeah? that isn't brought about by the thought. It's brought about the, by the faith in the thought. Yeah? The thought can't do a damn freaking thing. It's the belief in who's taking itself to be the thinker that injects or infuses that thought with the power to affect it. Yeah? So here's a thought about yesterday. How the hell is yesterday producing an effect right now in your life? How? It's not happening, is it? You're not, seeing, you're not seeing last Wednesday right now. You're not feeling it. You're not tasting it. The only way you have access to it, this imaginary last Wednesday, is thinking. Yeah, yeah. But if the, the faith in the thoughts is strong enough, you can procure or harvest a possibility of anxiety now by thinking about yesterday much easier to produce the same crop if you think about the future. Because at least you have some sense what happened in the past, but in the future, anything can happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your mind can go wild with the possibility of how screwed I'm going to be three weeks from now. I mean, you can have cancer, be destitute. It can be anything. Because there's no rules or regulations. It's not, it hasn't happened. And, it ha- and it's not happening. Yeah? But that, if, my, if the thoughts are, are fueled with enough faith... Thoughts about what next week can produce an effect right now. You'll be contracting. You'll be reacting to, to yesterday and tomorrow and not responding to right now. Over and over and over again. Not just one event. Event after event after event after event after event. And the mental process, not delivering the goods, what does it give you? Hope. False hope. Oh, it's going to get better. No, it ain't. Yeah? No, it ain't. You're enslaved. The mind has been, become enslaved to this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah. It's, like, it's like being on a march. Yeah. And the march is, is prefaced and, and, and grown in time. Yeah. Because self and time are synonymous. The feeling of being you can only be produced by you thinking about yourself in the past and by you thinking about yourself in the future it has to be produced and how it's produced is by time yeah you never never the sense of self is a remembered sense the sense of presence is never remembered at all the sense of presence is actually happening the sense of being Paul is remembered and you remember it by future thoughts it's not just in case in the past you remember it both ways When the thought system is thinking about you in the past, you are pictured as a body. It goes like this, then it goes, all right, I'm going to think about myself in the future. How do you picture yourself in the future as a body? Yeah. So "There there I was, there I'm going to be, therefore I am here. So you immediately slip into the idea of being a body before you even know it. And then you start from there as your fixed point, which is a false point of reference. Yeah. And from here, nothing will make sense because the solution is not from here. It's to here. It's a, It's like a step back. Yeah, like if you take any sense. Let's say you take the sense of sound. You're hearing sounds right now, and some people hear sounds without anything happening. Yeah, they hear. They used to call it in Hinduism like the celestial music. Yeah, you hear vibrations going on because you're on. Yeah, tons of vibrations. You take the, let's say you take your breath as being a pretty close sound, or your heartbeat, or your blood pumping, but even a closer sound would be these vibrations. But there's no sound that ever gets behind what's listening to the sound. Yeah? No sound is ever gets behind what's listening to the sound. And what's listening to the sound isn't a sound. Seeing, anything you've seen. Is, can go back as far as far as far and that farther land you call the seer but it isn't it's just seeing it's just seeing it's just freaking awareness on yeah seeing yeah and everything that's been seen will never get prior to the seeing voila this 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 this. this. none of this will ever appear prior to the seeing it we only appear because of the seeing yeah? It's good to get the cor- the, you know, the horse in front of the cart instead of trying to park the cart in front of the horse and then wondering what the fuck's going on back there. <laughs> <laughs> feeling. Feeling. Take every feeling. What's the closest feeling? Well, the grumbling in my stomach, my heart, let's say the contraction and expansion of my lungs. You can feel I can feel blood pressure. Yeah, You can feel it. But you're never going to have a feeling that's prior to what's feeling it. No way! You're the source. Everything appears in front of thee. It's sort of like everything, and we're included in that, everything is appearing in front of the camera. Yet the thought system implies that you are behind the camera. You're the looker. You're the seer. You're the hearer. You're the feeler. As a body. As a historical action figure. Yeah. It crowns you, just another you in this room, with the mythical kingdom of me. Yeah? And now, suddenly, every time this mental process swoops in, I call it selfing, and claims the event of ever going on, it infers historically that it was there prior to it all. Yeah? Yet, it's it's an afterthought. What you are is what's seen, but it can't be seen. What you are is what's feeling, but it's never going to be felt. Yeah? Go as far as you want to go. Go as far as you want to go. And you know what? You're going to... There's a point where you stop, but what you are always continues. (laughs) Which one do you want to call your you? Something that comes and goes and appears, or what is seeing all the appearances and never comes and goes? From one point of view, things don't make sense, to try to make sense with this faulty system, this thought system that's failed, when we see things as they really are, we think it's paradoxical, or it's mysterious. No, it's mysterious that how we got our head up our ass so far. Really, it's just mind-boggling. The way things work isn't mysterious at all, but we don't have the eyes to see it. Yeah? Yeah? So, the way we're looking is the act of being blind to the great way, and therefore the great way seems to be difficult to us. Yeah. And so we plan an arduous journey, all the while realizing the difficulty is lent to the great way by us. It's not its difficulty, it's our difficulty, because we can't see it, because we're so busy looking in a certain way, called self-centeredness. Yeah. Yeah. The self has proclaimed it to be the Alpha and the Omega. The self always assumes it's behind the camera. It will never, ever be behind the camera. Yeah? Your body is an appearance which is going to come and go. What happens if you take it back? You're gonna, you're gonna, like Zen says, you're going to see your original face. Yeah, And it doesn't look like you. (laughs) You You're going to sense an incredible sense of, it's just a presence that you'll sense, and that's what you are. It's not like you acquired it or finally found it. It's always been you. It's just been disguised by a mental process called selfing, and that's all he talks about in that. He talks about, yeah, this is how it is, and why it doesn't seem that way to you is because you're in a disguise. You're living a distortion. And it's not about, don't make the secondary big boo-boo by trying to look for the way from the distortion. Question, are you the distortion? Don't move one inch. Don't let this become your captain on the journey to peace and truth, because it's going to fail immediately. Question the captain. Yeah. If, it, if it's not so, you may find you are exactly what they say. You are what you've been looking for all this time. The seeker is the sought. Yeah. These aren't things just to drive you crazy. They're very incredibly clear statements. You don't need 800-page 800, 800 dissertation. The best of all statements are the shortest ones. Like St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. Period. No? Not like, all right, let's go over it. This isn't intensive. <laughs> we're going to go over what he read, said, we think he said, for ten days. And because we're going to be so engaged with it, we're going to mind more out of it. No fucking way. Sometimes it's a nice little thing, and that's it. You know, more isn't better in regards to what you are. Time has no relevance to it. Time is how self appears. If a feeling that's arising right now, which is brought into attention or into awareness through conscious contact, yes, if that if that feeling, when it's claimed, all it, what it becomes is what we have in recovery, we call it a resentment, but it's a re feeling, and every feeling is a re feeling. The self-inclaims it, and now this feeling refers back to another feeling that you've had. Yeah? Emphasizing not the feeling, but the you who had it. That's the bondage. That's the heist all day. Yeah? Feelings are happening, but the, the feeling of it happening, after it happened, is it. I'm, it happened to me. Yeah? That's the interpretation. That's the story. And from there, when that becomes the fact then it just riffs. And it has, it has time and space to geometrically progress. So the distortion seems to get more and more distorted. It's not, can't be, because it can never have distorted whatsoever, but it can seem to be. And while, and it's not an objective thing called distortion, you're the activity of the distorting. Yeah? By how you're seeing yourself, how you're seeing the body, yeah, how you're seeing everything. Because we believe it's seeing, but it's a bastardized form of looking. And it's the way we're blind to what is. And then we apply this. yeah, We apply this looking, and then what's looking becomes an object to who's looking. And that's why you never fucking find it. Because all the while you're looking, that's it. What? Yes. I don't get it. I know. But what's looking is what you're looking for. Where, where, where? No, what's looking right now, this minute, this second, is what you're looking for. No, it can't be. (laughs) Let me tell you about what's looking. Yes, I I did this, (laughs) and I did that, and oh, I had been married. Oh, I was mad to someone tonight just before the meeting. Oh, fuck. How could I open up myself up to anything? Yeah? You're the one who has all the conditions and requirements. Not Not what's going on. It doesn't even fucking notice any of it. It's just, have you seen, has one sound that you were having ever escaped you? (laughs) Was one sound ever, oh, I didn't like that sound, that came later, you heard it already. There is no preference in the hearing of it, none. There's no judgment in the hearing of it, there's no uh, selective putting it somewhere in the hearing of it, that comes later. Yeah? that comes later after the hearing gets claimed then you go oh, that was I didn't want to hear that I didn't want to feel that but you felt it already yeah that's what dissects it and separates it and makes it puts it into a hierographical thing this is this is bad this isn't so bad but what sees just sees what hears just hears yeah nothing added nothing subtracted just on yeah whatever arises is noted. Yeah? The mental process jumps in, claims to be the one it's arising to, and voila! Judgments, preferences, all this stuff, This, is, which this man so humbly was attempting to point out. What's causing you not to see the truth is your preferences. Not that the truth is hiding, but you're hiding it with the preferences you're identified as. And I don't care about preferences or opinions. What I care about is the preference, sir, and the opinion, and the one who has the opinions. Yeah? Like Ramana Maharshi said, uh, an old saint in India, more, I don't know what he was, but I, I always thought he's the greatest because he got to live in diapers his whole life. <laughs> like, that to me is like a. that. Really? That. That's impressive, <laughs> yeah, to me. To get away with it your whole life, just wear diapers, it's great. <laughs> so, But he said this beautiful statement. He said, uh, he says you don't have to give up the possessions, just give up the possessor. Yeah. Why, why would you just want to keep that concerning possessions? Expand the statement. You don't have to give up the thoughts, just give up the thinker. You don't have to give up the feelings, just give up the feeler. Yeah? and it's very easy to give up the feeler when you see that you're not it you're not what's feeling yeah you're not <laughs> see, we come so so much later even though time is a play so it, we come so much later The 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 arising of Paul yeah if you could see it from the pores of timelessness you would see it's almost like an eternity before it captures the event yeah but usually, we see it after the capture, so it seems like it happens so fast. Yeah? But that's only our perspective. Yeah? If there's a pause in place, if the conscious contact occurs, whether there's a seeing of something or a hearing, and then there's a pause, to me, that's the awareness. That's what I am, is that pause. Then, it's quite alright when the mental process presents the idea of being Paul. That doesn't have to go away or not, but now you have the horse before the cart. Instead of forgetting the horse, and then constantly picturing yourself in the cart. There you can rest in that pause. After the heist, there's no rest. If you read Buddhism with the Four Noble Truths, he talks about the source of all suffering is desire. Well, check this out. What do you think selfing is? Selfing is the desire to become a self. It's a mental process, and its desire is to become a self, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Not of all of this, but a special, unique unit. It can never complete the desire, but that's why it's incessantly desiring. So there's this desiring to become, desiring but, and it can never reach a crescendo, because you cannot erase what you are. No matter how much you want to believe about what you're not as being you, you cannot erase what you are. Yeah, It's impossible. But it doesn't take that way. So it's a desire to become all day, all day, all day. And then it assumes another double whammy. It it assumes you're something already, which you're not, and it it has a desire to unbecome that, like a loser or something like that. So you're in a desire to become and unbecome. And it's like a slinky that fuels itself. One desiring to become, desiring to unbecome. On and on and on and on and on. It can't go infinitely, but it can go for a while in time.
1: Yeah?
0: It can. So this desire, which will never be completed, it will never reach an orgasm or a culmination or a crescendo, because it cannot override what is. it's, Its realm is appearing. It can appear to be so using a body and this and that. Yeah? But it cannot the appearance is never going to override what is. But its desire is to do just that. What do you think that produces but agitation? Where is the agitation expressed in time? Every one of us is seeking all the time, in a sense. We may be saying we're seeking spiritual truths here, but we're seeking all day. The head has no intention of stopping at all. Because it doesn't give a shit about peace. It wants to be the one who has the peace. It doesn't give a shit about enlightenment. It wants to be the one who's enlightened. And it can and it will use whatever it can to try to facilitate that completion, which has to fail. Yeah. <laughs> if you see it, you can awake from it, you know. Your field of uh, the aspects of mind you'll be able to access will be much wider, much bigger spectrum than the small one called self-centeredness. Yeah, there are a lot of aspects of mind that have they don't have self as a center.
1: Yeah,
0: there's no relevance to it at all. Yeah. And then you as a receiver and transmitter have the ability to receive quite a lot. What's happening is our satellite dish isn't actually picking up stations. It's keeping them out. Yeah, It's keeping us like locked into one channel. And everything, everything, everything. is so incredible how stubborn it is that... Even when you hear, let's say what you can see people doing it now at meetings like this, where they hear about a non self, so they're trying to be a non self as a self. Yeah? Frustrating, like crazy. You know? They've been spiritually conditioned, so they won't act out, but man, they should be super pissed, you know? 500 meetings and just keep on keeping on, hoping that they'll be there to get it. <laughs> 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 it's just one of the lovely manifestations of the slavery.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> there is relief, I'm telling you. You can... <laughs> Like I always say, you know, there's. If you ever look at a hamster wheel and a hamster cage, they, they never have motorized hamster wheels, do they?
1: <laughs> no,
0: the hamster wheel is a hamster wheel because of the hamster. Yeah, without the hamster, you couldn't call it a hamster wheel. It would be like a metal wreath. Yeah, <laughs> you could use it on an industrial holiday on your door, but. The hamster gets on the wheel, and immediately it starts moving, this thing, and now that gives the definition to the wheel. And let's say something happens, someone takes the hamster out of the wheel, and then the hamster's like, oh, a miracle, I've been saved from that terrible wheel, (laughs) something that stopped the wheel. But then as soon as it claims, oh yeah, goes back in, it goes again. (laughs) Because the reference is so strong, like if you hear this message that you're not this, yeah, you're hearing it as what you're not. Yeah. It's like this movie. They had a movie, Moon, and it's about a, a situation on the moon. I don't want to go into it, but it, this guy has a story. He's on a five-year contract. He's working on the moon, and they found a new energy source on the moon for Earth, you know, all the technology, so they're mining it with these huge combines, and this guy's alone, and he's been running this whole place for five years, and, he's, and it's almost over, his contract, and he has his little cubicle with all his pictures of his family, and his, he's got the Boston Red Sox hat on, and he has a big history of being, you know, of being this guy, and he can't wait to get home, and then one day, they something happens at one of the combines, and they send him out. To see what went on, so he took the thing out, and what went on is there was a, he found a guy in a spacesuit. he didn't know what the hell. I didn't know anyone else was on this area of the moon. So he takes the guy back, and when he takes the helmet off, it's him. Yeah, mm-hmm. the same body. Mm-hmm. And what happened is they believed that that guy died, but he hadn't. And then the new clone, which was him, was brought up to to do the thing. And for the clone to do a good job, it has this huge story. That it's a human and it's got a wife and this and that, (laughs) this and that. But now two of them are there and they start, they realize, they get it hey, I'm a clone. But how they hear that they're a clone is as a person. The programming is still there. No matter what the revelation is, the programming is going to be the myth that catches the news. And the programming, I'm a guy, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. I've got a wife. I've got a kid. And then they go down below and there's thousands of them (laughs) there. And still it doesn't matter because they're programming. You know? Lord Buddha could show up right now, what you think Lord Buddha, and reveal himself, and a lot of us would have this incredible experience and we'd walk out that we're the one who got revealed to. You know what I mean? I've been, Buddha revealed himself to me. You see? It's persistent. It's persistent. But if you start seeing it, it's your engine. It's your energy that's fueling it. Yeah? If you lose interest in the idea of being a self, then the system that's producing that idea loses loses energy. Yeah? And then you realize it's your energy that's feeding it. Yeah? And what happens? Find out. Yeah. That's what occurs. Instead of trying to know the truth, you realize there's no way in hell you're ever going to know the truth, let's say. And then what happens is, maybe you'll feel pretty crestfallen for a little while, but then something will occur, and you'll now be in a position of, I don't know, what the hell's going on? And then you're relegated into finding out. And that's much more convincing than mental knowing. Yeah, Mental knowing won't hold water when the shit hits the fan. It won't. But finding out is convincing. It's like an unspoken yet. You've got something that's real for you. It's like it's sense-felt, yeah? Yeah. And then what happens is you keep finding out because what you are is infinite in a sense. There's no end to it. And therefore, you find out. Find out, find out, find out, find out, find out, find out, and then the mind entertaining this possibility doesn't get bored because this possibility matches itself. Yeah, this isn't about oh what people are thinking about me. that you'll be bored of that in a couple hours. Yeah, you know what I mean. But this is a beautiful match. Mind entertaining that. Yeah. So check it out. See, are you the thinker of the thoughts? Are you really seeing, or is this facilitating seeing? Are you really hearing, or does this facilitate hearing? Then who the hell is hearing? Who the hell is seeing? I thought it was me. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I should question that a little bit, and then find out what it is that's seeing. What it is that's hearing. What it is that's feeling. What it is that's tasting. What it is that's touching. Yeah. And here, for me, it just translated into traveling lighter. Didn't change the geography of my life. Shit happens to the action figure. It's what's meant to go on. But the thing is, what allowed it to occur is a, 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 a consistency in traveling lighter over whatever the terrain was. Yeah. It didn't change the terrain. There's no need for that, but a traveling lighter over it on a consistent level for a long time now, yeah. And in a way, from this, I realized, and one of the greatest relief was the need to be liberated, to be freed from that. Fuck, that was great, <laughs> because what needs to be liberated isn't you. And so, what happened is. Through that, watching it demonstrate itself, it became more and more obvious to me that I'm not that, and in the revelation as I'm not that, what I am became obvious more and more. Yeah, Not to me, but as this. Yeah, yeah. it's a good way to go. The other way fails. That's how it worked with me. Because you're going to always be put as the reference point. Even when you hear you're not the reference point, you're still hearing it from the reference point. Yes? It's very tricky. If like the message is you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, and you'll be in complete agreement, once it hits the ear, it can turn into, you can become like a lion. That's not the message, yeah? The, the fixed reference of identification is strong, stubborn, yeah? <laughs> and whatever you come in contact with, it will make it something to fit into its paradigm instead of realizing this paradigm has failed, to open yourself up to the other one. You will actually take whatever you hear, make it into something that fits your view. And once nothing is made into something, it ain't nothing anymore. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. You really will... If you're on to something, you'll be keen in on you're on to something. <laughs> you know what I mean. You may not have to run home and get a you know uh, verification from a scripture or anything like that. You'll be the living scripture. You'll be the authority you've always been looking for. You, yeah. You may like to read scriptures, but you won't be poring over them anymore. You're probably not. You'll be too busy living. Yeah. This is a very engaging event the, tonight. Yeah. If someone walked in here tonight and is not doing well, it's probably not being caused by tonight. It's probably being caused by last Wednesday or next <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. And then you can see, are you in the moment of, of slavery? If you're not able to respond to what's going <laughs> on, you must be in the slavery of reaction, reacting to what's not going on. It's a very simple diagnosis, you can see. Yeah? If you take the you out of it, then you just see it as an activity. If it's you, then you have tons of opinions why it should or shouldn't be going on. Yes? I've got to do something about this, which just geometrically progresses you. You, 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 you. You know? The biggest way of being out of, you know, our pr- drives to get out of this situation is the biggest form of being in it. Yeah? We did this thing with the Monty Python thing. I didn't really like him, this Monty Python skit. This guy was telling me about it. We had a Wednesday meeting. I thought it was pretty good. And then we came to an idea that had, and he sent me the skit on YouTube, but it wasn't anything that we came up with. So we actually, but the Monty Python skit is like these five guys are coming out of this supposed jungle. It's like an English, you know place in your city, London probably, where they're filming it. So they come out and they have the safari hats and this and that. And they're dying of thirst and they're, they're at the end of their wits and they're getting ready to all die. And then one of them realizes, but we're being filmed.
1: <laughs>
0: and they go, where's the crew? And then they find the crew and they have water and cookies. Oh, so yes, we're saved. We're saved. And they're all hugging the crew and then they realize, but we're being filmed. Oh, oh, and then another crew fine. find. Yes. Yeah. That goes on and on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> you're always in front of the camera. Yeah. You're never going to be behind the camera. When you think, oh, I got it. That's the first film crew. You're still being filmed. <laughs> when you think you got it to the you you're still being filmed. You're never not going to be. Yeah. Because you're not what's being seen. You're the scene. Yeah. You're not what's be- you're not what's seeing as a seer. You're the seeing of that event. You'll see the selfing trying to claim. Yeah, you'll see it. Yeah? And that's that's the, the recognition of the film crew. Then you'll see it again and again. After a while you just realize there's no way in hell what's appearing before the camera is ever gonna be behind the camera. Yeah. It's like crazy trying to get to everything from something. You get to everything through nothing. You realize you're nothing and then you find out that's everything. Instead of persistently holding on to this idea of something, trying to use nothing to make something better or use the, it's always attempting to use whatever it comes in contact with. But if you realize you're nothing, yeah that's really something, maybe. I want to give you an example, because there's new people here. Let's say there's an event, yeah? The molting of the skin for a snake. I'm putting a lot of tension on you, honey. Just, you don't mind? All right, good. So there's a molting of a skin of a snake, yeah? It happens every year. So we're going to look at this event from two perspectives. From the skin's perspective, the skin realizes, hey, it's getting loose, Yeah? And it gets worried because the skin's whole relevance is being the snake. Yeah? It's identified as the snake. Has a strange suspicion it isn't, but it's been running a story that it is. Yeah? And it looks in at everything, at surface, you know, skin deep. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's got a damn good story. He keeps running. But now the skin's starting to move off. But the snake, the, the skin jacks into the snake's head, you know, and tells the snake, buy a lot of moisturizer, you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't go out in the midday sun. Don't go near those rocks. They're sharp. You'll rip me in this and that. And if you rip me, oh, it's going to be the end of you. (laughs) So, from the snake's point of view, it's a scary, scary, scary event coming. Yeah, but from the from the skin's point of view, from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. That's exactly what it's like. Every moment, in a sense. Sometimes the emphasis is on being the skin, and then you see things from a distorted view. Sometimes you're seeing it from the snake's point of view, and it seems to be a grander way to look at things. Yeah. What causes the habit to have so much emphasis about being the skin is because there's an identification as the skin. See that. If that's not so, you won't have much interest in the skin. Your interest will be where it's really valuable in the snake. Yeah? So people call me and they're like flipping out from the skin's point of view. That's what they're doing. Oh no! it's go- This is going to be the end of me. Exactly. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? But not from that point of view. It's fucking scary as hell. And the fear, if believed, if faith is put in that, it will contract. And then the great w- way will seem difficult. Yeah. It will appear to be difficult. You won't want to go there. It's too fucking difficult for me. It is. It's impossible for me. But for what you are, yeah, it's quite easy in a way. Yes, simple movement. If and I find why there's so much emphasis on the skin's point of view is the identification as the self. You're identified as the skin, taking it to be the self. Yeah. If you lost interest in it, that interest would go move out of the skin onto the snake, and you'd see things a lot different. Yeah? For me, blue becomes blue, and red becomes red. There's not much confusion. I have confusion about, you know, how to get to, like, uh, you know, Novato from here. But I don't have any metaphysical confusion. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> mean it's as obvious as anything, yeah <laughs> I can't tie my shoes here, but I could
1: <laughs> so
0: any questions
1: uh.
0: It's just a presentation. It's an introductory offer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a spiritual subpoena. You've been served. And you're it. You're the product. Uh, My job is to become obsolete, basically. Yeah. The pointing at isn't forever. It's just as a... It's just a... It's like a little catalyst, yeah? It's like that thing we we used to always talk about an old car breaks down and you and your friend are in it and you know a little bit about cars and so you're trying to turn it on and it's not catching and you keep turning it on. And you go, all right, go out in the trunk, Mm -hmm. get the gas, take the air filter off and there's a carburetor. And then you, and so I'm trying to start it and I ask, I say, put a little bit of gas in. And then it catches, yeah? And now the car's running. The gas did its job. If you keep pouring more ass in, it floods it. Yeah, all it needed was a little bit. All you need, all you need is a little bit. Yeah, all you need is like a little cue, a little something. Like for me, I call it the Zen bitch slap. Yeah, just a little whack, because that's all it needs. The mind can just it'll like. It, It'll bounce off of that groove, which you always get stuck in. No matter how far the record goes, there's a point where it just gets stuck. If you jump over that, man, yeah, a huge field of possibility opens up. Yeah. yeah. So, any questions tonight? Great. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Is it, everyone had enough? you feel like it was worth enough? Yeah? Thank you. I'm a performing <coughs> <with> it, <apparently. laughs> Thanks, yeah. I want to pass. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, we have meetings, you know, Saturday and Wednesday every week. yeah. I like the idea of repetition of the message. It can be helpful, just like how advertising in this world uses repetition constantly, using like the poisons as an antidote. It's a very good way to go yeah and you never know when the where the mind is wh- at the day you hear it yeah it's like a lazy susan sometimes <laughs> it goes all the way through but it's usually moving and then there's an aha and that's going to that's going to that's going to let's say grow in a sense yes yeah Perfect. Now we could go on for three hours, but then it would be like beating a dead horse, yeah? Yeah. don't you think?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: For the, for the new faces, there's an alias into that. You want to see more Paul or any other teachers
0: that will no, you can't see any other teachers. No, no, that's it. No. <laughs> You're signing a what do you call it? An allegiance
1: yeah. <laughs> proclamation. <laughs>
0: we're gonna take just two drops of your blood at the, at the front. Yes, a little stamp. Yes. Oh, what was the book you were looking at at the beginning? This one. This uh. It's a little thing. Uh, I don't know how to say it in the uh, Hinson Ming. Sing it's Sing Ming. Sing Sing Ming. It's called Faith Mind. You can go on the internet and just look it up. You'll have a lot of cops. This is a good one by Richard B. Clark. Yeah. But uh, it's a very, it's only like six pages. And he, all he does is go on and on and on about that. You know? Deny <laughs> the reality. <laughs> he does. He goes, deny the reality of things and you miss their reality. Assert the The emptiness of things, and you miss their their uh, reality. You see, you're trying to assert that there's emptiness, is missing the point. Yeah, and it just keeps pointing. And who could be pointing? (laughs) Not what, but who? Yeah. So why? It's not like (laughs) just question the basis of where you're starting from instead of. Letting that to be assumed to be the starting point and then trying to get prepared for a big journey, you may not be in Omaha while you get into Kansas City. (laughs) You may already be in Kansas City. What's the point of a map and why do you need to be in Kansas City if you're there? Yeah? Just see, because I'm telling you, if you miss that, it's the difference between heaven and hell. It's like, that's the difference. A little... Of, of you become the reference point, then everything gets distance and time and, and uh, direction from your fixed point. Yeah? Everything. Everything is now seen from a fixed point, which isn't seeing. That's looking. That's a form of looking, which is blindness to the seeing. The seeing is much, much broader. Yeah, It's not a contraction of the lens. Yeah, It's allowing the lens... You're not even allowing... You just entertain something, and then the lens opens up in and of itself, yes? And once you have this feeling, then you realize, hey, when this keeps that happening, there's a certain understanding, hey, that doesn't have to be that way, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah? And so it's more relaxed. Yeah. It's not vigilance, because it's entertaining. That's what I use the term entertaining. It's a very light... Uh, attitude about it because it's always there. What why is there any need of fear or trying to get closer or anything to it? Have faith in mind, you know? You open up. Con- concentration, they have their points of value, but to me it's a dog shit awareness. Yeah? It's an opening up where it gets it gets ordinary because you don't have any big swings anymore. You don't have I was in yeah. hell and then I was relieved. Oh, it felt great. No, you're now in a state of surrendered. It doesn't look. It's not. It's not uh, glamorous. Mm. It has nothing to do with experience. It really doesn't. So all day, it's just you know dog shit awareness. You have an. Ins- you have a sense. You're incessantly on. Yeah. Why not rest there? And then you'll see all the machinations in front. But they won't be taken to be behind. And it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, Because look at that screen. N- no one, after they leave a movie, applauds the screen, do they? Yeah? Oh, the screen. But the screen allows all the different types of movies to appear on it. Dramas, war movies, romantic comedies, you know, Sorrowful films, but it's not affected by any of it. Yeah, we're just, we're sitting in the wrong location. We're looking at we're looking at life. It's like realizing you have a screen allows everything to pass. When you take yourself to be here, then you're in the fucking movie. When you're yeah. It seems like it's such a slight difference, but there's the appearance, but then there's the screen. Yet yeah, we get so absorbed in the appearance, we see it as a movie. We don't realize the role of the screen, which is allowing it to appear. And we, la- and we make all these stories about all the stars and how I'd like to be that star. Who the hell wants to be like the screen? But the screen's allowing it all to occur. Yes? not saying a damn freaking thing, not jumping in and cutting off a picture. Oh, no, I don't like that. This is a screen censorship. No, there's no censoring. (laughs) Fucking porno on it, whatever. Everything on it just goes on. And it seems like we lose the sense of the screen. We're losing the background by our preoccupation with the foreground. We're a thing, and therefore we're interested in things. But this is a shift of the background, which is the screen, which is the awareness, which is all that. It now moves to the foreground, and the foreground moves to the background. And now you visualize the movie, not from the movie, but from the screen. Yeah? which allows a lot of things, a lot of freedom. <laughs> because as the star in the movie, you've got a lot of rules and regulations, and your time is very limited, like an hour and a half. You only have a certain amount of lines, and you're in competition with everyone else. But the screen is a totally different point of view. yeah. And its point of view is, it doesn't have a point of view. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So... <laughs>
1: All hail the screen. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs>